Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight, tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Tonight is one of those stamps on this one team is, is a powerful team, and it would be stupid not to keep this group together. I have a lobster phobia. I don't know why. I just don't like them. I, so I, as far as I'm concerned, they need to put it back in the water and let it live. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew with you for yet another weekly get-together. Punctuated... By a new first-time winner in 2019, Kurt Busch picking up the win over the weekend at the Kentucky Speedway. Kurt chats with our Woody Kane on today's show. Tyler Ankrum, he's the most recent winner in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. He'll chat with Hannah Newhouse after getting his first win in the upper reaches of NASCAR. Christopher Bell's going to be on the show today. He's going to chat with our Dylan Welch about his successful 2019 Rookie Ryan Priest will join us as well as he had a chance to sit down with Kyle Ricky talking racing at his home track, New Hampshire, where the Cup Series is headed this weekend. We've got all that and a whole lot more. But to get us started, we've got Kim Kuhn in studio to find out what's trending in NASCAR. Kimmy, what's happening? The Bush brothers battled it out in the Cup Series race Saturday night at Kentucky for one of the best finishes of the entire year. It was big brother Kurt who came out on top for his first win of 2019 and first victory with Chip Ganassi Racing. Kurt was supposed to fly back to Charlotte on brother Kyle's plane after the race, but I guess his ride didn't wait for him. I haven't seen him yet, but I was supposed to fly home with him, and now I'm looking for a plane ride. So that's Kyle. It's like, it's like... That's, that's, he won't even wait. We shared a plane ride earlier this year. I, I think it was Phoenix where he won, and I had to sit there and wait for him to do his little victory lane thing. So it'd, it'd be fine. We're going over to his house tomorrow, actually, for a little get-together on a Sunday off, and uh, I'm going to plop the trophy down right on his kitchen counter. <laughs> You'll hear more from Kurt shortly as he calls in to chat with Woody Kane, and yes, he did find a ride back to Charlotte. On Friday, Cole Custer won the Xfinity Series race in Kentucky. It was the 21-year-old's fifth of the year. Uh, I mean, I think, honestly, this weekend, you know, show what we can do. I think even in practice, we felt like we were just a tick off the 20, but we made the adjustments to make our car better in the race and had smart adjustments throughout the race. So it's just a matter of, uh, I think we're going to get better and better throughout the year. And obviously, when we're a little bit off, I feel like we can make our car to where it's capable of winning. So uh, I think we're going to be competing for wins almost everywhere we go, I think. So uh, we just got to stay consistent and do our homework every week. Custer has certainly emerged as a championship favorite in just his third year in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. He has a total of seven career wins. As heard on the Motor Racing Network on Thursday, Tyler Ankrum earned his first career win in the Truck Series. A remarkable story as Ankrum had to be granted a waiver for his age at the beginning of the year to be playoff eligible. He then lost his full-time ride a few weeks back and had to start and park a truck at both Iowa and Gateway to stay in the championship hunt, which paid off with a win. Man, I just think I just think this goes to show that the youngsters and underdogs can still win. You know, I don't think DJR has been viewed as a, a GMS or a KVM or a Thor Sports team, but I think they will be now. So 
I'm honestly so proud of that. That's really what I would be wanting to do. And I'm just all about improvement. Improve every single week and try and get better. And I think that's what we did. We finished it. Hannah Newhouse will chat with Ankrum about the chances of running the remainder of the races this year and whether or not he will be able to get the funds to race for a championship. And finally, Daytona Cup Series winner Justin Haley says he will not make another start in the Cup Series this year, shifting his focus on winning an Xfinity Series championship. No, I'm one and done. Um, Even if I've gotten multiple offers, but I'm just like, nah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, we had some plans to do some other races, like some road courses and Talladega. And and after that, I was just like, I'm over it. Until maybe um, next year, if something comes about. But... I'm so focused on the Xfinity stuff, and and I really don't like jumping out and doing a lot of extra races um, either. So um, I just like to focus on on where my job's at, where where the money comes. Haley finished 10th at Kentucky in the Xfinity Series race. I'm Kim Kuhn. For more on what's trending in NASCAR, visit our social media channels at MRN Radio. You can also check out our website, MRN.com. Thank you, Kim. Coming up, we'll chat with Kurt Busch. He's our AutoZone Driver of the Week. Presented by AutoZone. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. The insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. We talk to Kentucky winner Kurt Busch next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments. Experience realistic racing simulators and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Whelan would like to congratulate Kurt Busch and his number one Monster Energy Chevrolet pit crew for their win at Kentucky Speedway on Saturday night. They are the Whelan Trusted to Perform Pit Crew of the Week. For many of the crew, this is their first win at NASCAR's highest level. I'm the guy that gets to hold the steering wheel and go 200 miles an hour. I get the, the name recognition and all that, but this is a team effort. And Matt McCall, when I first met him, I knew he could be a winner. And he's a winner now in the Monster Energy Cup Series. Tons of guys on this team. It's their first win. There was a guy that uh, is our car chief that I was with at Furniture Row when we were running up front but never winning. It's like, I know we can win with this group. And now here we've done it. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Kurt Busch won his first race of 2019 over the weekend at Kentucky Speedway. It was also his first win with Chip Ganassi Racing. NASCAR Today's Woody Kane talked with him about the race and being locked in formally through a win in 
to the 2019 playoffs. Kurt Busch joins us now. He won in the Kentucky race, the Monster Energy Chevrolet with Chip Ganassi Racing. First win of the season for him, 31st of his career, and broke a 64-race drought for Chip Ganassi Racing. But I got to ask you, Kurt, the one thing that jumped out at me is your brother left you. You were supposed to ride on the plane with him. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've been um, splitting a few plane rides this year, and he won at Phoenix earlier this year and i'm like yeah okay we'll, we'll wait yeah no, I'm, I'm not going anywhere <laughs> and then uh, with kentucky i, I kind of felt it coming you know whether he he won or, or or he didn't win and he lost to us it, it just seemed like he was gonna leave anyway <laughs> and i just need to make sure i got a backup plan so the ganassi uh, crew guy plane we, we finally got home around 4 a.m but Ooh. it was just one of those moments where it's like yeah kyle's gonna take off and we'll figure it out well, you said you were supposed to see him at a family event on Sunday, and you were going to plop that trophy down. Did that happen? Well, I, I reconsidered on that one because he's got two <laughs> Uh-oh. of the, 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 the horse Quaker State 400 trophies. So versus my one, Uh-oh. I don't think I was on the right turf. So I left it with the crew guys. They've got it at Chip Ganassi Racing, and they're celebrating with it this week. So I, I held off on, on the bragging. Uh, about the, the the one race win. You said uh, this is uh, the the first time a lot of the guys on the number one team have won, including your crew chief Matt McCall. But you said you felt like this group was a bunch of winners. What did you see in those guys when you when you were deciding whether or not to come over to Chip Ganassi Racing that gave you confidence that this was a good group? I just felt like with the the, the runs that Kyle Larson had had in years past and his his talent. It's it's for a reason, and when you have a good driver and you match it with with a good crew chief, and that's that's what I was hoping to do when I got there, and you know it's it's hard. I don't really know how to to really interview somebody beforehand. <laughs> with it's just a matter of getting to the track, and so when Matt McCall and I got the season underway and we had two top fives out of the first three races, I'm like, oh these these guys are they're, they're ready to win. And and we're gonna win, and it's just a matter of time. And you just you got to plug in all the right puzzle pieces uh, with with pit crew and arrow and advancing on the engine side. And it, it's been a, a great journey. We started off really strong, exceeding our expectations. Uh, then we fell off a little bit. We had some finishes: tenth, twelfth, fifteenth, thirteenth. And then uh, we've just now started to piece it back together on fixing some of our weaknesses. Do you think that the the team aspect of this sport is underestimated? Like in in football, for example, the quarterback gets all the attention and the coach, but the linemen don't necessarily get that. Do you think that aspect is kind of underestimated in racing? Uh, I think it is. Uh, Each year that I come back, I feel like there's less value or less uh, percentage difference that the driver can make. Now, I guess I can throw all that out the window with the way the restart went the Mm -hmm. other night, but we weren't in position to win the race with 10 to go because, well, we had a different strategy. And that strategy call is part of the equation that leads you to success. And then there's the pit crew on how fast they can execute their job. And what makes it tough is that things can just be moved a little bit with just these little shims that we put in the front shocks as far as a ride height packer. And, and man, you can change it just a little bit. and It can dial your car right in or right out. Well, that being said, at this point of the season, what do you think we've learned about this new car configuration, and and what is there still out there that you want to learn? I mean, it seems like, uh, just from the outside looking in, that it likes night races on mile-and-a-half tracks. Yeah, I think the the, the asphalt at uh, at Kentucky, and we saw Kansas, um, you know, it's similar to Texas, a little bit of Michigan. Uh, Michigan's a bigger track, bigger track and more of an arrow and a draft, and that's what this car's doing. That's why Kyle and I were side drafting the heck out of each other. He's on my left side. I'm on his right side. And it, you're dumping air onto the other guy's spoiler to slow him down. And you have to try to time it right so you can break away. And neither one of us uh, were, were <laughs> giving up on each other. We were relentless in how we were side drafting. And so that's been the best part, I think, about the car. Um, and we just still got to got to make it to where people can have tire rubs or, a, or or bang into each other and not have such big side effects 
and have to pit and, and ruin your day. Um, seven races to go now until the playoffs. We've got eight different winners, five guys within 10 points of that cutoff line. What kinds of things should we be paying attention to here down the stretch run to give us a, a hint of who's going to be strong in the playoffs? Because remember last year, all the talk was about the big three, then lo and behold, Logano wins the championship. Yeah, there's, there's those guys that are way up there with those extra bonus points. Um, We've got we to keep an eye on that. And that's what we have to do is try to gain some more bonus points. Yeah, you got a few Hendrick cars. you got a few SHR cars. Uh, Larson, my, my teammate, he's doing good to kind of get out of that mix with some nice, solid finishes. So we'll see. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go right down to the wire for a couple big names won't make the playoffs this year. Mm. Um, one thing that you said in your post-race presser that really jumped out at me was a quote uh, talking about watching your wife, Ashley, uh, and her polo career. It was the power of positivity and, and that she's been uh, kind of an inspiration to you as you go through uh, your career here. What kinds of things ha- has she done that, that help you that you can apply to the racing side? It's amazing. Uh, just just trying to think of ways to find a win or win without even winning, and it it can be as simple as you know last week at Daytona when the the lightning struck and they they called the race or we were the leader and then they said one to go. She she looked at it and said, you know, you had a damaged car and you raced your way back up and you were lucky enough to escape the big wreck. At the end of the day, the reason why you guys chose to pit was because you knew the furthest you would go back was 10th. Hmm. She goes, you were a top 10 car with a damaged car that shouldn't have been in the top 10. She, that's her evaluation of the race as I'm riding with her to the airport. Hmm. And it's a perspective change that I think has helped me look at different things. And then you apply it to the next week on how to not necessarily just go there and be the fastest lap every time in practice and qualify first, and lead every lap. There's, there's other strategies to it, and she's helped me with that. You also said that uh, the, the team owner, Chip Ganassi, is, is on you guys all the time. Like, why did you practice 12th? Why did you qualify 18th or whatever it is? It, has something like that happened in your career before, or is he really just that hands-on? He's similar to Jack Roush in there's, there's no BS around it. But Chip is—he's way cool. I mean, he's—he's he's chill at the end of the day. Um, He—he he sees a, a larger, bigger picture, so to speak, than all of us do as as the crew chief or driver or crew member. And it's really a, a fun program to be part of. And Kyle Larson keeps it loose. Uh, you know, the guys on 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 their team—we're all in there congratulating us. Uh, you know, we're all going bananas after they won the All Star race. It—it's—it's um, it's that two-car powerhouse team that knows that uh, the team camaraderie is going to be an, another extra ingredient to help us try to win. Absolutely it is. Let's look ahead for you now. We head to New Hampshire, a, a very flat track. A lot of guys say it's very challenging to, to get a hold of. What makes New Hampshire such a tough nut to crack? Uh, it's, it's just been trying to get the, the cars to, to turn and, and drive off the corner at a flat track. Um, Goodyear brings us less stagger. Uh, less less difference in the size of the tire from left to right uh, this day and age, and so it makes it tougher to turn. And then with this downforce that we have, it's really going to plant the back of the car, and hopefully it won't get too tight when we're behind other cars. But I'm hearing they're going to spray a bunch of lanes with the PJ1 uh, traction compound, and that really worked well at, at Kentucky. And I think that um, the combo of the car, the spray, and the tire – will help this time around. And for us at Ganassi, we finished, uh, I think it was 6th and 7th at Phoenix earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And we know we need to improve on that if uh, if we want to make a run at the stretch. So hopefully things will turn out. If you do win, are you a lobster guy? Like Denny Hamlin, for example, is terrified of him, wants nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a lobster guy. <laughs> I think I ended up with the first one in 2008. And I'm holding this thing in victory lane going, what the hell? I mean, this is awesome. But wait a minute. This this poor lobster was on the bottom of the ocean probably for 70 years. Now here he is nervous in victory lane with all of us. I was trying to put him back in the Boston Aquarium, like give him a nice home and, and give him a tank. And I guess he, he struggled with just being out of the out of the water that long. 
and he didn't make it. But, man, if, if we win, we're cracking the thing wide up. We're throwing it in a boiler. We're having a lobster <laughs> bake right at the track before we leave. And I'll find my own plane ride home this time. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Kurt, we really appreciate your time. Congratulations. 16th season with a victory, and that moves you into some rarefied air. Bodes well for the team heading down the stretch. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, and uh, hopefully things will go good at Loudon. And, uh, yes, we're, we're off and running now for the second half of the year. There you go. That's Kurt Busch. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, Tyler Ankrum sits down with Hannah Newhouse, and later, Christopher Bell. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Lormy's heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sonoma. Tyler Ankrum joins us next to talk about his first win in NASCAR. That is next. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Winged Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Everham, and Ashley Streming. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on wingednation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation preview podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl, simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's him. Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch you. No, he knocked the hell out of me. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. A driver's first win in NASCAR is always a special moment, and this season we seem to have a lot of them across all three NASCAR's national series. Tyler Ankrum is the newest name added to that list, and MRN's Hannah Newhouse sat down with her longtime friend to talk about that first win this weekend. In just his 12th start here in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series, Tyler Ankrum comes off of turn number four and will take the checkered flag. Was it excitement? Was it relief? I mean, talk me through that moment. Honestly, it was a, it was a lot. Um, probably the relief was the biggest one, honestly. I was super excited, but right there in the moment, I knew that, uh, you know, it was just holy cow. I had this huge weight lifted off my shoulders because... You know, everyone knows that, you know, a few, few weeks ago you know, at Iowa and Gateway, I, I essentially, you know, start and parked uh, those two races. And, you know, we kind of placed our bet with the, doing those two races remaining uh, championship eligible that at this point in time we had to go out and win. And the very next race we went out and won. So it was a huge relief off my, sh- off my shoulders, and I was so excited. And I was so happy for the guys at DGR, but it honestly wasn't until, like, you know, Saturday, Sunday, when I finally realized, like, what had happened. I, You're like, holy cow, I'm yeah, a winner yeah. in the truck series. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, because at first, it, I was, it was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't even believe I'm here. And then, I mean, I had a ridiculous amount of text messages and uh, tweets and uh, followers. Like, my fan base doubled overnight. It was crazy. I couldn't believe it. And it just, it, everything exploded. And it's. I think it kind of went viral for uh, that night or two or, or whatever it was. And uh, I just couldn't believe how the massive impact it had on me and uh, even NASCAR. Like, I, I saw the article Matt Weaver did. It's like, holy cow, I really screwed up the playoffs. So 
I, uh, I'm super excited. You know, I'm really glad I had Railblaze and Academy Sports on the hood. That was Academy's first race of the year, so, you know, new partner there. And, you know, Railblaze, you know, they've been such awesome partners to work with. Um, when I announced I was, you know, part-time, you know, they automatically jumped in and, you know, bought a few more races so we can continue to race some more. So really happy I did that for them because they've been super influential so far. But you'd mentioned it a little bit earlier. It's been an interesting year for you in regards to racing in the truck series. You um, had initially intended on running a majority of the races. You weren't eligible at the beginning because of your age. You got this championship waiver. You were found yourself later in the season not having the funding to compete. So you'd mentioned it. You know, you paired up with a different team to be able to make those starts to keep your championship hopes alive. What was it like during that time? Uh, man, it was... Uh... During that time, well, it's really boring because you have like nothing to do, <laughs> right? So, because that's kind of like the part of, uh, you know, in a sense, living on the road, racing. You know, you're gone pretty much Thursday through you know Saturday. You're pretty much gone. So you gotta have you have pretty much only three days, three to four days to get everything done. So you're just go 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 go. Then boom, we're at the racetrack, and so you have you know even on off weeks, it's like all right, I got all week to do all this. Okay. I can sleep in. I can go to bed later. So during all that time, it was a uh, you know you know very very boring. Yeah, that's, that's probably the, the the number one thing. And you almost kind of start feeling like jealous and envious of everyone else because they're all at the racetrack having fun, and you're watching them on the TV. And it's like, man, I could be there right now, or I could. I wish I was. But then you know that just makes everything that much sweeter when you're back at the track. Someone actually brought up the point that you are the first driver ever in NASCAR history born after the year 2000 to win a race. To me, and I'm not that much older than you, that's such a strange fact to even hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does that mean to you? It's uh, <laughs> I, I think it's funny because, you know, you have everyone else out there, but you don't really see yourself as like a kid. Because I guess everyone still views me. I mean, I might look like a kid still, but I don't really view myself as a kid and uh, you know, even when I'm hanging out with like at the track with like just standing next to creator Moffitt who Moffitt's, you know, almost well closer to thirty than I am and then you know, I'm like you're standing next to Creed who's like twenty one, twenty two and you're like still I mean, twenty one, twenty two is only three or four years older than me, but still that's pretty far away is away and uh, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm super proud of what we did and I'm really happy with, you know, this just I don't even know how to explain it. I just don't know how. I just honestly don't know really how to feel because there's so many different emotions. I just can't, you know, pick one and describe one. And I'm just over the moon. You've got the win. You're playoff eligible. You've got the waiver as well. Handful of races left, though, until we go playoff racing. And like you said, you have mixed up the playoff picture right now. What's the remainder of your, not only the couple races going into the playoffs, but season really look like right now for you? So... At the moment, I, we know for sure I'm missing four races. Uh, I, I, there aren't four races on my schedule yet. Um, ones we haven't taken off the t- table purely because um, I'm you now in the playoffs. I, you know, for me to remain championship eligible, we feel like we should have to go race those. We should we should finish the season out? I honestly can't tell you if it's going to be for sure. If it's if it's not, um, to be honest, Eldora is the first one coming up that we haven't uh, you know locked down yet. So. We'll see. I think that if we continue to go out and do what we would do yeah, next week at Pocono, uh, finish up front, run up front all day, run up front and finish well in the stages, that, you know, I, th- I hope no someone will have no but no choice to come on board. So, you know, I think it's just at the, ultimately at the end of the day, you know, we got to keep on doing what we got to do and win. Thanks, Hannah. Lots of young talent making their mark in the sport. Coming up, Christopher Bell will join us and later... We will preview this weekend's racing at New Hampshire. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. 
Join me, Kyle Ricky, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at 1 Eastern time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast, grassroots NASCAR racing from the Motor Racing Network. Christopher Bell chats with Dylan Welch about his dominating season in the NASCAR Xfinity Series next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Stays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue on this week's NASCAR Live. So glad you're joining us. Christopher Bell is having an incredible season in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. He's got four wins so far, and the remaining tracks are some of his best. Our Dylan Welch sat down and chatted with the Oklahoma native about being part of the Xfinity Series Big Three. Christopher, you are second points, four wins this year. At this point in the season, how would you evaluate how the year has gone? Has it met your guys' expectations that you set at the start of the year? Well, Dylan, I think 2019 has been really good for us so far. We just need to work on cleaning up a couple things um, and, and try and get a little bit better at the bigger racetracks. It seems like our short track program is on top of things right now, which is great. Uh, just got to get a little bit faster on the mile-and-a-half stuff. and uh, I feel like we're, we're right there, though. We're really close. We had a great showing at Chicago. Uh, another great showing at Kentucky. So uh, we're we're close to where we need to be. Just uh, need to work on a couple more things. Yeah, Kentucky was, was a decent night. Fin- finished second, led almost 70 laps. Uh, what can you take away from a strong run at a track like that at a mile and a half, looking ahead to the playoffs and knowing how important the mile and a half are when it kind of gets down to crunch time at the end of the year? Well, especially these, these mile and a halves uh, that we just went through, well, Kentucky was our last mile-and-a-half race until we get to the, the playoffs. So uh, that was a really good test to see where we stack up. And uh, I think we've got, we got a couple things up our sleeves here that we're going to um, be able to make our stuff quite a bit better for the playoffs. And uh, I, I'm excited with where we're at right now. We're heading to New Hampshire, a track uh, different than what we were at last week, a flat-mile racetrack this weekend for the Xfinity Series. You led 93 laps there last year, beat Brad Keselowski in a great duel. What did you learn in your experience that day that uh, you feel like you can apply to this weekend? Man, for whatever reason, Loudon has been a great racetrack for me. I think statistically it's my best racetrack on the schedule. So I'm really looking forward to, to going there again. And, uh, you know, it's just something about getting, getting that thing to turn the center and, and having a really good race car. So uh, I know driving for Joe Gibbs Racing that our ring super is going to be really competitive and um, hopefully we'll be able to be up there at the end. Loudon's a place like New Hampshire where there's uh, always the variable of the PJ1, the traction compound that NASCAR uses to widen out the racing groove. Uh, that's going to be in effect again this weekend. How much really does that change what you have to do from behind the wheel when you uh, when that's basically what you're racing in, what the racing groove is in? Well, I think it kind of plays a little bit of havoc there for the crew chiefs because they're always kind of wondering what's going to happen whenever you know the PJ1 wears off, how the, how's the balance going to change. But uh, as far as driving the car, it really doesn't affect us too much. You know, we just kind of, uh, you got to take the car and go where you're fastest at, and typically that's in the PJ1 there for a while. Um, whenever it wears out uh, at Loudon, it'll wear out fairly quick because a lot or all the guys will be running in it. Um, but then you just got to pay attention to how the track's changing and where you need to be. Looking at the Xfinity Series as a whole, we talk about the big three, you 
Tyler Reddick, Cole Custer. The three of you have combined for 12 of the 17 race wins this season. Three different teams, three different manufacturers. What does that say about the competitiveness of the Xfinity Series week in and week out? Well, I think I think we got a, a couple different guys here that are really on top of their games. So uh, it, it makes it a lot of fun competing week in and week out with these guys. And hopefully, hopefully, you know, we can uh, kind of turn it into a big one here coming up these these next couple of races. This is a, a really good stretch for us. They're going to Loudon, Iowa. Well, and, and something I'm curious about too is, is you know we've made we you guys have done everything in your power to to kind of justify the big three mantra. Uh, when we get to Homestead, I know that's a ways away, but there's obviously going to be four of you competing for the championship. Uh, who is the fourth guy kind of of that group? Who is the next best? Who's best in class besides you three right now? Well, I think you have to look at all guys. Last year he had a great year, and uh, obviously he didn't forget how to drive a race car. So I think Junior Motorsports is probably just a little bit down right now, and, and I think whenever they get their stuff turned around, he's going to be right there with us. Old Seabell is certainly making a name for himself in the Xfinity Series, and he's had a lot of fans standing on their feet, cheering and waving their hats. Dylan, thank you so much for that sit-down with Chris. Coming up, we've got New Hampshire previews and also insight into what some drivers might do with that giant lobster they would get if they visit Victory Lane Sunday in New Hampshire. G'day, America. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right. Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre-cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback Delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Drivers Talk New Hampshire and what they would do with that giant lobster in Victory Lane next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. He is the envy of the racing world. I assumed that Ryan, Bubba, and Chase were all busy, and I was the next in the pecking order. <laughs> she goes way back. When did you meet? Seventh grade? Uh, sixth grade? No, ninth grade. That was a minute ago. And he just wants to be friends. Are we friends? No. It's the Sunday Money Podcast. Join Corey LaJoy, Daryl Mott, and Lauren Fox as they detail what it's like to live the racing lifestyle both on and off the track. Download and subscribe to Sunday Money on iTunes, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. It's butts and nuts jammed in there. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the Playoffs, presented by Procore. Saturday night's winner, Kurt Busch, is securely in the playoffs with his win at Kentucky Speedway. I'm pumped up about the second half. Uh, we still know we need to improve in some certain areas. Yeah, we'll take it. You know, this is a, a perfect feather in the cap. We, we started the second half this weekend, and we knew that uh, we wanted to ramp it up. Today we're winners, and we want to continue to do that with the number one Monster Energy Chevrolet. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. We now shift our focus to New Hampshire this weekend, the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Heading on into the Granite State, and with a driver preview of what to expect is NASCAR Today Midday's Kyle Ricky. The summer stretch continues for the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series and Xfinity Series with New Hampshire on deck this weekend. The one-mile oval is tricky for a lot of drivers, given how flat it is and the precision of braking there. 
something defending Xfinity Series champion Tyler Reddick says can make or break your day. Well, I just stink there. I'm terrible. I think it has to do with it being so flat. I think another thing, too, is, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of a hairpin place, so it's the braking and how you release the brake pedal. Um, sets up your entry pretty pretty well, and that's just something I, I'm not the greatest at. It shows up places like that. It shows up in places like the road courses where you got to be really good, and uh, you got to be very just accurate and, and disciplined with your braking. That's something I'm not good at. Um, it's places just I've fought ever since I went there in my racing career, whether it's been trucks or these Xfinity cars. Um, I've only ran there once in Xfinity car, and I actually didn't think uh, our Chevrolet was very bad last year at Junior Motorsports. We just cut the tire down early on, and um, you know we just had a long, long day. But I got a lot of faith in these guys. They got a good program everywhere we go, and they've been able to carry me in some of these tracks that I, I have to learn a lot at. So. Austin Dillon says he enjoys the track because of how different the racing is there compared to other one-mile ovals. Well, um, New Hampshire um, has always been a really fun track. I, I'm very, I love going there. Flat track, entries uh, is fun there. It's different. It's a, it's a different type feel than we have anywhere. I mean, you kind of slide that left rear in the, in the corner and you pick up the right front. Uh, and the first person to get back to the gas is going to be good. So uh, the P8, PJ1 traction compound, it's definitely helped the racing off the bottom uh, because the middle lane, middle to upper lane has been dominant over the last couple years. Um, it's brought that bottom lane uh, more competitive and, and made more passing, so I'm, I'm happy when we've, we've done that. While Dylan likes the PJ1 applied to the track, William Byron isn't a fan of how the track races with it. It's just really flat, you know, I think, and um, it's really flat, and they've added the, the PJ1's really kind of changed the game there, um, the way that you the line that you run and the way that you kind of enter the corner is way different now. So, um, you know, it was really, I love that track when they didn't have the PJ1, but it's changed the game. But uh, you just got to get your car to turn well. It's like a typical short track. You just got to get in the corner well, roll the center fast, and get off the corner pretty decent. So um, usually whatever you do in the center kind of affects everything on that racetrack. Matt Tift is not agreeing with Austin Dillon that New Hampshire is unlike any other one-mile racetrack. He's looking at Phoenix for his notes. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping our uh, our success at Phoenix will translate over to there. Um, we really struggled at Martinsville and really struggled at Richmond. So uh, I'm hoping that this being a little bit closer to um, you know Phoenix as far as the length and the banking and things like that, that it'll translate and help us there. Uh, obviously, it has the PJ1 down, so it's a little bit different beast in, in, in that too. So um, I'm, I'm excited about it. We finished fourth there in the Xfinity race last year and felt like I finally got the grasp of that racetrack. It kind of alluded me before then of, of what to look for in a field. So I feel like I at least know somewhat what I'm shooting for when I get up there. Thank you, Kyle. Many fans know when drivers win at New Hampshire, they receive a giant lobster in victory lane. Giant as in upwards of 20 pounds. We asked drivers what they would do with that lobster in celebration. Denny Hamlin's trying to block all lanes. He's to the outside, to the inside, to the checkered flag. I'm not going to do anything with it. I've seen it and touched it for the last time. I, I just, I have a lobster phobia. I don't know why. I just don't like them. I, 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 I cannot eat dinner if someone beside me is eating lobster. I can't look at it. And so, I, as far as I'm concerned, then you put it back in the water and let it live. Martin Truex Jr. with a statement win this afternoon. Well, I'm damn sure not scared of it. Uh, I, I'm, I hope they let me take it home and eat it. To be honest with you, I'd like to cook that son of a gun. Here comes Eric Alvarola mounting a charge around the outside. Looking forward to going back to New Hampshire. You know, I, I've really enjoyed that place throughout my career, and uh, we'll be able to go there and, and challenge to, to go win, win a lobster. Um, I've, I promised Alex, my son, that if we win that lobster, he can help me hold it up in victory lane. Daniel Hemrick is up front right now. He has led eight. Well, one thing's for sure, and that's uh, we would eat very well. Um, no, I, I actually got my first live lobster experience in Maine running a super late mall for Dickie Woodman at Doctor 250. Him, him and his family took my wife and I to a local spot there, and you got to pick out your own lobster and you know do the whole deal that everybody's been a part of. And um, yeah, I, I enjoy lobster. Hopefully, it's a that's a good problem to figure out and have all that. Mm, mm, mm. That would be a feast for the entire crew. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we've got Ryan Priest, and later a little history lesson with Susie Armstrong.
At AutoZone, we're all about giving you more ways to get more done. Like the AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get more, like a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. Got more to do? We've got more for you to do it. Looking to protect your engine? Regular oil and oil filter changes are the best way to keep your engine running strong and running long. And if you're looking to do the job yourself, AutoZone can help. Let us help you at more than 5,600 locations nationwide. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who deserves to win big this season? My two cents, good drivers. I mean, that's why there's Snapshot from Progressive. Let's go to Rick for some confusing metaphors. Look, if you put a classically trained cellist in a garage band and you tell him to play for Layman Young, I guarantee you the meat on that burrito ain't going to light the candle. Thanks for clarifying, Rick. If you're a good driver, there's no other way to say it. You deserve discounts with Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Ryan Priest is up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brendan Gaughan gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're back on NASCAR Live. New England native and NASCAR rookie Ryan Priest is looking for a win at his home track this weekend. And based on his last two finishes at New Hampshire, second and third, He's got a pretty good chance. Kyle Ricky sat down with him and talked about his season so far. Guys, the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series heads to New England this weekend to run at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway for the series' annual visit. And for JTG Doherty Racing driver and series rookie Ryan Priest, it would be like going home for him, standing by with him now. And Ryan, got to be excited about heading back to the Magic Mile this weekend, a track in which you've had so much success on, not only in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified, but also in the NASCAR Xfinity Series the last couple of years. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been fun. I I enjoy racing there just because of the modified stuff and and everything else. It's it's been pretty good to me. We uh, still haven't won a regular race there in the hundred lapper, but winning that all star race and we always seem to find ourselves either second or third in that race. So hopefully with uh, with a different chassis and, and a different motor combination this year, I think uh, that can finally put us where we want to be and. And uh, with all the laps I have there, I think that'll translate to the cup car, and, and I feel pretty good about it. Oh, I thought it was going to be my next question. Is the, the heavier stock car in the Xfinity Series, is there anything you'll be able to take from that to these uh, cup cars here in 2019? Yeah. No, they, they – um, it's weight. I don't know whoever came up with that stuff from way back. I mean, maybe if you're driving a 900-pound midget or something where you can sling it around a modified, they're – they're heavy enough, and and uh, they aren't they aren't like you can just whip it around. So um, there's a lot you can translate, especially with the PJ1 that they've been putting down and kind of knowing how it wears and and when it's gonna wear and when you gotta move to find other other pieces of uh, other pieces of grip. So um, I think there's gonna be a lot that I can translate. How busy? are those weekends for you not only on the racetrack you're going to run three races next weekend but also with you know i'm sure there are a lot of family and friends that are up there to support you yeah no it's it's going to be busy i mean it's going to be a lot of running around um between the both of them but i'm totally okay with that because that's something i've done my entire career was running from car to car and and uh as you know and, and adapting as quick as possible that's that's always been something that you know i'm been used to you know jumping from one car to the other to the other so it's not a it's not something that i'm worried about cup series has been going there now for 26 years rusty wallace winning the first uh, 26th anniversary just a couple of days ago what's your earliest memory of going to new hampshire motor speedway as a youngster or did you go to watch yeah i went um 
probably 2000, I mean, it, early 2000s was going up there and, and watching, you know, when I was 10, even, even you know, I see pictures uh, from when I was probably 7 or 8. So um, definitely remember Jeff Gordon winning there. Uh, Jeff Burton was pretty good there too, so a lot of memories for sure. Halfway through your rookie year here in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, you've excelled on the super speedways and the short tracks. How would you rate your progression here in, in the first 19 races or so? Uh, it's, I don't know. We've had our ups and we've had our downs for sure. Just uh, right now we're focused on this back half and turning it all around, right? So we want to uh, we want to start putting together some really good runs and start closing that gap on Daniel Hemrick and the rookie points. I think that's... Uh, it's one of our biggest goals, and if we can if we can find where we need to be um, and start getting those finishes, I think it'll be, no matter where we are at the end of the year, it'll be a successful one. Have the goals or expectations changed at all as as that progression has taken place? No, I still have high expectations, just like everybody else should and, and does. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Once we can once we can get where we want to be, uh, we'll start reaching those expectations and. Right now, I'd say uh, top 20s and top 15s would be pretty ideal, and uh, and then just keep building off that. Has it been more difficult than maybe you anticipated coming in? Um, I, no, no, not not really. I think uh, Atlanta set the bar really high, and then and then it just kind of, you know, kind of took a took a learning curve from there, I guess. So, um, but I would I would say. It would. It was more of a try to get a grasp on on how everything is and and you know how this data comes about and just learning about everything and that's definitely been part of it. And now that I've got a pretty good grasp on it, I think this is when we need to start attacking and and uh, moving forward. How has Chris Busher, your teammate here at JTG, helped you along here? Who is also still relatively young in this series? He's younger than I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep saying that to everybody too, because everybody—he's a veteran and I'm a rookie. But um, Chris is awesome. I I enjoy working with him and racing with him and being around him. He's a very down-to-earth person, and um, that I enjoy. And you know, there's been some things I would say over the past four weeks that I leaned on him and just, you know, when I ask him what, or when I tell him what my car's doing, and, and then I ask him what his car's doing, and I try to translate, you know, why why that may be or what, what the differences could be. So there's been a lot I would say I would, I've been leaning on him for, and uh, I think that's going to help us moving forward. Ryan, thanks for your time. Best of luck to you this weekend at New Hampshire and all the events up there and the rest of your rookie season here in the Cup Series. Thanks. Anything for Kyle Ricky. Thanks, Kyle. Coming up, we've got a bit of NASCAR history for you and a tease of this week's Jeff Gordon podcast episode. It's all in our AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, presented by AutoZone. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Matt Benedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It's the Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We're about to put a bow on this week's NASCAR Live, but first, the newest podcast from MRN presents is Jeff Gordon, The Colorful Career of the Rainbow Warrior, and it goes in-depth into Gordon's life on and off the track. Here's a tease of Episode 2. In 88, 89, and 90, 
Jeff drove the USAC National Sprint Car Series on dirt and pavement. Well, Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He was at least a straightaway behind. He raced USAC midgets and later silver crown cars, much of it with live television coverage on ESPN's Thursday Night Thunder. Thursday Thunder continues from Claremont, Indiana, the Indianapolis Raceway Park, where we are live. It was then that Jeff's racing fame really took off as a national television audience tuned in to watch the teenage sprint car sensation. You know, racing sprint cars the way I, I, I was racing locally, then I was racing um, all-star, then I got a chance to race some outlaw races once I was 16. Um, you know, doing that, I mean, you get a, a, a small sense of, of the celebrity in, in a small way in, in that. And, and I and being the young kid out there, and then when I started winning, I, I, I had a chance to experience some of that. But the Thursday Night Thunder, before it became Saturday Night Thunder, that's when it went to the next level. This really is a great podcast, especially if you were a fan of the old number 24 back in the day. Listen to MRN Presents, Jeff Gordon, The Colorful Career of the Rainbow Warrior, wherever you find your podcasts. All right, folks, time for a little history lesson with Susie Armstrong. Susie, take it away, darling. Thanks, Mike. This week, we set the time controls to 1983. The police have the number one song, Locked Up, with every breath you take. Japanese game giant Nintendo released the iconic Mario Brothers. Burt Reynolds and Lonnie Anderson paired up for some high-speed antics in the NASCAR comedy Stroker Ace. And Dale Earnhardt was stroking on all cylinders as he broke Daryl Waltrip's streak of four wins in the Bush 420 at Nashville Speedway. Dale Earnhardt trying to pull up the victory, the first in a long time for the Wrangler Jeans machine. He's off the number two corner. He is free of race traffic. It's all Dale Earnhardt. A standing ovation from this sellout crowd at Nashville International Raceway for the first time in a year. Bud Moore's Wrangler Jeans Ford with Dale Earnhardt at the wheel will take the checkered flag, and Earnhardt wins the Bush 420. 1993, Alan Jackson is number one on country radio at Chattahoochee. Tim Allen nails the top of the Nielsen ratings with home improvement. The tragic death of Davy Allison shocks the racing world. And Dale Earnhardt carried that sentiment to the checkers in the Miller Genuine Draft 500 at Pocono Raceway, dedicating the win to the passing of a young American hero. It's not been his best racetrack over the years, but today he loves it just fine. Thank you. Dale Earnhardt for the second time in his career winning at Pocono, his fifth win of the 1993 NASCAR Winston Cup season. You know, it's been a tough year losing uh, good friends and uh, good racers like that. And, and I'd run second to him, but David bring him back. I swear, it's, you know, we're going to miss him. Uh, he's awful competitive. I, I raced him hard and had a lot of hard races against him, but uh, I want him back. 2005, Rascal Flatts zoomed to the top of the charts with Fast Cars and Freedom. Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson raid the box office with the hit comedy Wedding Crashers. Lance Armstrong cycles his way to a seventh straight win in the Tour de France, only to lose the victories to substance abuse violations. And Tony Stewart had all the right tricks to dominate the Magic Mile in the New England 300 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Comes down the back straightaway, sees Kurt Busch in the rearview mirror, but he's not close enough to make the charge. But Busch will charge hard into the corner, up into the outside lane, slides it wide, but it's not good enough. Tony Stewart, a late bloomer in 2005. He waited till June to win at Infineon. He won at Daytona, and he wins today at New Hampshire International Speedway in the New England 300, just as the rain starts to fall yet again. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. We'd like to thank Kurt Busch for joining us this week. Also, Tyler Ankrum, Ryan Priest, and Christopher Bell. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll chat with you again next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. 
Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. 